All right, it's another edition of Headliners. Today we're talking about uh, Jurassic Park, Tom Hanks, and some more and more Joker stuff. Some trailers, too. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it to is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. There we go. I forgot to tell you, it's just me and Dave here again, per usual. Anyways, last weekend's box office, September 20th through the 22nd, opening up Downton Abbey, number one, $31 million. Number two, Ad Astra came in at 19 million. Number three, Rambo: Last Blood at 18. Uh, fourth place was It Chapter Two, and then fifth place was Hustlers. This is kind of like the rare instance where the top three uh, were the, all the the brand new releases. This hasn't happened yet, or at least not think. in a while. I feel like it, it like happens every while. spring or every uh, every so often, but not like this wide, yeah. like wildly different movies. Downton Abbey, Ad Astra, and Rambo. That's true. The th- those three are very, very different extraordinarily different people had to go out to the movies. I could see some movies. overlap between, like, Downton Abbey and Rambo. Because I feel like Downton yeah, Abbey is some... a lot like a, a olds movie. Like, eh, like it, our parents' yeah, generation loved that. And then they also were around for the first Rambo. So there's another one called Last Blood. They, they might go out for that. And I could see, like, the, the artsy kind of, like, comparison to Downton Abbey and Ad Astra. I don't, I don't know enough about Downton Abbey if it's artsy. Like Ad Astra. I didn't think it was, though. I can see people getting tricked into seeing it, though. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, I will say yeah. the people who love Downton Abbey, they really fucking love it. It's like like uh, it's like Jimmy and I were earlier this year for the Deadwood movie. They're, and they're just going wild, and this is in theaters. Yeah, I'm, I am going wild for this. And I, I was sitting in Ad Astra. I'm not going to tell you if I liked it or not, but I was look, looking at the wall saying Downton Abbey is right there and I'm not watching it. Wow, that that's stupid. Because Ad Astra, I, really, I will tell you now, I really liked. We'll wait till Tune Monday. in Monday for a big fucking argument. Okay. I mean, I can Sorry. see why others wouldn't. We'll, we'll talk about it Monday. I know exactly why you liked it. It was just like Blade Runner, but worse. It was nothing Anyways, like Blade Runner. It was Apocalypse it had the same tone. Space. It had the same tone. We'll disagree with that, but let's go Okay. On. All right. Well, by the way, I got a couple messages last week from some people listening to our our, uh, our pod, saying like, "Hey, sounds different. What's going on, guys?" Well, fuck, chill out. We're we're figuring it out. We've got Dave here busting his ass trying to edit things together. We just got our music figured out, kind of halfway through last week. We're we're figuring it out. It's, it's, it's a slow process. Spare by with Christmas, us. we'll be good. Next year. <laughs> okay. Go to the headliners, okay. Um, the first big one this week is the original three stars from Jurassic Park are coming back for Jurassic World 3. Those of you who can't remember, that is Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and Laura Dunn. Or Dern? Dern. Dern. Um, I'm cautiously excited about this. Yeah, I, I, I like it in theory. Yes. yes. Uh, in theory, I am all for it. And I, I liked the first Jurassic World, but the second one was so bad. If I didn't see Jurassic World 2, I would be through the moon for this. But Yeah, 
I'm just hoping. Yeah. I did see they also, what's his name, Colin Trevorrow, who wrote and directed the first two. He's still mm-hmm. directing this one, but he brought in someone else to co-write it, which is giving me a little bit of That's hope. good. Because the worst part of it was the story. Yeah. Even the, the broad story wasn't bad. It was just the writing. Like, the scene, scene to scene, the dialogue, and, like, character dialogue was horseshit. was shit. Um, the editing, they should have edited out, like, three of the seven storylines they had going on. I'll never forget, they were selling dinosaurs for, like, $4 million in the auction. I was like, are you kidding me? That's like, zoos pay a million dollars for pandas. Yeah. Fucking dinosaurs, not only four times. <laughs> but I mean, you, you buy a dinosaur for $4 million, you also have to, like, build a facility around it for, like, $20 million. You buy a panda for $1 million, you have to build a whole facility to hold a panda. Yeah, but you're not worried about a panda, like, jumping up 20 feet in the air with giant They're claws. They're not all raptors. This was, like, for, like, the stupid slow herbivores, too. Yeah, but they're really strong. I don't know. It, it really should have been like four billion dollars for a dinosaur. They are dinosaurs. They're extinct. It should have been. It should have been at least five digits, for sure. Yeah, for like the small shitty dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Agreed with that one. Um, of the three, though, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum. Who would have thought that Laura Dern would have been like the biggest actress? Uh-huh. Jeff Goldblum is is culturally like uh, yeah I think he's, he's, he's the a, biggest out of those three. yeah he's Nikon culturally but like aside from he was in Avengers and Independence Day what else he has a movie coming Trust. out this year about the guy who he's playing the scientist who who created the um what's it called when they would put the nail through your nose into your brain oh lobotomy yes, he's, no shit, yeah he's really? playing the guy who created the lobotomy. Really? It, the trailer looks super fucked up. Really? But, I mean, Laura Dern is in Star Wars, so. He's in Marvel, which is, like, just as big. Arguably, mm. like, the best, orig- like, solo Avenger movie. Maybe. Alright, so they're even... But, but I, I think you know, of we, the we could three, all agree two, that Sam... I think Sam Neill's the best actor. Yeah, which is disappointing, because he disappeared. Yeah, I mean, he was also in uh, Ragnarok briefly was he yeah he plays one of the actors playing odin in the beginning no shit yeah oh, about that? but he's also in uh hunt for the wilder people a taika watiti movie mm. that is very good it's on mm. netflix go watch it okay all right uh good for tom hanks he's gonna be receiving the cecil b DeMille award at the globes this year that award is for someone who has made a lasting impact on the film industry which I think that's just... I'm surprised he hasn't won this already. Because he's, like, made a lasting impact on the film industry, like, yeah. multiple times over. And if, I'm just going to look up his awards real quick, because I don't think he has enough. You think Tom Hanks, you think, oh, a ton of awards. He's won two Oscars. Okay. In 95 and 94, a good amount of time that's ago. That's true. He so might Forrest get Gump some love this year, though, for uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Maybe. All right, he's go. He's won four Golden Globes. Okay. Castaway, Forrest Gump, Philadelphia, and Big. What were his That's Oscars it. for? Forrest Gump and Castaway? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh. He was nominated for Castaway. Oh, my God. I mean, the fact that he, every, I, there is no bad Tom Hanks movie. The and post I didn't like. He wasn't bad in it. He was 
he was excellent in it. But yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, and um, the Lady Killers, that was not his best work. I never saw it. Not his best work. All right. Well, I think he deserves more work. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy he's getting this. I'm. I'm pumped. He's still around. He's. And the fact that the fact he's getting a, like basically a lifetime achievement award, and he has between the two big things like only six awards, it's crazy. Yeah. Maybe that's why he hasn't gotten it already. Like they were like, ah, he if he was younger and had like Oscars every time he was nominated, he actually won. They'd give it to him then. Oh no, I'm happy people Maybe. recognize Maybe if him. he had one more Oscar, he would have gotten a shoe in like later on. And I feel like he's the one actor that like. If something came out and they were like Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby or something like that, he's the one actor that would legitimately heartbreak me. Well, yes, because it's, it's impossible to be true. Yeah, that that we all know he's he's the world's greatest he person. He really is. I, I love him. I also love yeah. on uh, Instagram. Uh, he signs off at the bottom of all his posts, Hanks with an X. Oh, yeah, really? It's, it's such like a dad move with technology, but it's so endearing when he does it. <laughs> His interns and, or his kids were like, you don't have to do that. We all know. Your tag is like, don't leave me be. I'm doing my thing. Oh, yeah. This is how I Because he lives in New York, too. So whenever he goes and walks or runs through, like, Central Park and he sees, like, a glove or, like, somebody's shoe or, like, a dropped bag or something, he just takes a picture and he's like, anyone who lost this, this is where it is. Hanks. And you know he's being cute. You know he's, he's like, this is going to be adorable. I'm going to do or this. Or he's like, I'm going to actually help someone. They're going to see this and come get it. Well, that's just a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. All right, moving on. Uh, Francis Coppola is re-releasing The Cotton Club, which he had to originally edit some scenes out because there were too many black actors in it. Um, well, too many... Too many I, I wrote yeah, that wrong. Yeah, this Sorry. looks too like many, you had a stroke while you wrote it. Yeah, it wasn't really well written. Um, there was there was a storyline with the black black brothers and the white brothers, and they're like the investors were like, hey, we don't like the black storyline. Why don't you cut out a lot of that? Oof. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh, it adds 24 My... new minutes of footage. Uh, I'll watch mm-hmm. it. I never even heard of the Cotton Club. Me neither, to be but fuck it. <laughs> I, I like Francis Ford Coppola, so. Yeah. Um, my, my question is, like, why? Why now? It's great. I mean, it's I great mean this for... is probably, like, his original cut, and he's, like, world's less racist now. I can actually put it out there so the people will remember the movie the way I want them to. I can see that, maybe. I don't think there's any, like, alternative motive behind it. I, I don't, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think no, it's like, probably just this is his preferred, like, his final cut of it, and he wants that to be out there. And he has enough yeah. clout in Hollywood that he can be like, fuck you, I want to re-release this movie. I mean, I mean what does happen, though, is it's, it does put a bullseye on everyone who, like, told him not to release the way he wanted to. When did this come out, though? I feel like this is an old-ass movie. 84, I believe. 1984. Uh, well, I mean, the people who were in t- like, charge of Hollywood then might be dead They're now. probably dead now. Yeah. They're retired, so I doubt they care. Fuck them. Just a weird move. Not a bad move. Just a I weird support one. it. Interesting. I want more, like, big-name directors who can do this, who, like, had cuts that mm-hmm. for, like political, not even political, for like racist shitty reasons were forced to change it. I want them to re-release their stuff, how they actually wanted it. Yeah, you know what's really sad is that this wasn't even like a top story. I had to go digging deep for this. Yeah, this was kind of a slow news week. It was, but like this one should be like... More people should be We don't get good news often. We definitely don't get good news often. 
So if we do get it, we should like praise it. We don't. All right. Um, talk about bad news. So Joker obviously is kind of polarizing. There's a lot of people who are upset about it, like the PC Brigade saying that they sh we shouldn't make movies about violence anymore. And I have been all like 100% against that. Movies are movies. They're meant for like adults with good brains to just uh, sit back and watch a story. All right, you need villains in in like movies. You just do. Um, then then the 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 family of the of the the victims of the Batman shooting the. What was it? Um, Mysterio, the Aurora, Colorado. Aurora. Aurora, Colorado. The, it was some some kid dressed up like Joker, in a screening of The Dark Knight, and shot everyone inside. They came out like, as like saying they were horrified by the Joker's filmed violence, and uh, it made me stop and think. These people deserve uh, a little like you know sorry for doing this. But by no means does it mean that we should like stop making these movies. You know, I'm so fucking out on this. I'm, like, normally yeah. all about, hey, like, we should be PC. It's, we should be less racist. But this is so fucking stupid. One, there's already been a movie with another Joker since then. And there was mm -hmm. not this controversy. And two, you can make a movie about something and someone without endorsing those acts. He is a villain. And by, like, all the early reviews are, yeah, he ends up being pretty fucking villainous and evil. No shit. Mm -hmm. This isn't an endorsement of that. Just because people might like be influenced by it doesn't mean you shouldn't make a movie or like any type of art. Or else, you, there's tons of great movies and books that would have never come out because fucking crazy people are gonna find influence in wherever they want to find influence. It's true, hundred percent. I think the only way to combat this, and this is kind of redundant for like our purposes i think we should stop talking about it like stop posting these things oh for sure i think it you know i mean we're talking we're talking about it I, of course, well, I mean we're like, talking about it because like all of the like movie media is talking about it and i hate that yeah. they are because they're just trying to make it seem like like they want something to happen so that they can say i told you so yep and the saddest part for me is uh walking phoenix apparently he's delivered like a like a masterful performance here like his like his ultimate performance and all of his interviews are getting hijacked by people asking about like do you condone violence or do you think this will be a, like upsetting towards uh, like people with disabilities so it's like let this guy talk about this movie he kicked ass in yeah it's it's like, so he, fucking he just stupid. A performance of a lifetime and you're ruining it because some people got their and i will say of all like the people ass. speaking out against it i've only seen one who actually saw the movie and spoke out against it. The rest who saw right. it are like, no, this is a really fucking good movie. The one person who did speak out against it is like, there was no way that they went into it with the article already written. It was like, at Absolutely. the end, there's a paragraph being like, oh, but his performance is fantastic. And like, he deserves an Oscar for it. But like the rest of it was the entire review was about how it's a white incel movie and it's trying to start a race war. Yeah, so the headline was Joaquin Phoenix delivers a great performance if he wants to like incite riots and people to murder each other. Yeah, it's... But I said he did a great performance. I, I hate people. It really is the worst. I just fucking hate people. The internet is just getting out of control. Yeah, I need to get off it. I really don't like being... <laughs> I mean, I need it. I love it. But at the same time, it's just like, it just sucks. It's a cesspool. 
You want to talk about trailers? Yeah, we, we had some good ones come out this week. Mm-hmm. All right, pick one. Uh, let's start with, I think, my favorite on this list of trailers, Uncut Gems. Really? Yeah, that's the one I am most excited for left in this year, I think. Okay, I am skeptical about this one. Uh, you I'm, keep saying that, and you're... I am. I just, I... You're honestly, like, I, I don't, I don't want to belittle you, but, like, one, they've already made fantastic films, the directors. Yeah. And two, Sandler, every time he's, like, taking a serious role, he knocks it out of the park. Like, he can do it. It's just not something he does often because he doesn't feel the need. Like, he doesn't act. Oh, I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be fine. My, my issue was they have too many cameos. It's weird. I, I just have this weird feeling that this is going to be cameo-ridden and cheapened. It's like... I don't know. I don't know. I, you know what the bottom line is? I have, I have not like sat down and watched a good movie in so long. I'm just so jaded. Uh, you like, watched one last shit. night. I did not. I did not. I told you I was staring at a wall wishing I was watching Downton Abbey. No, you just have shit taste. But that's beside the point. I am I am excited for this because it does look good. I think Kevin Garnett, as far as I don't really like cameos that much, I think he is gonna be okay. Oh, it from what I've read, it's like the best celebrity cameo, like or not even cameo, he's like a role in the film. Yeah. I mean he is he is animated. He like at post game interviews stuff, he was amazing to watch. Yeah, no, I mean I So I'm if you can a, translate that into the actual movie yeah. and acting, I mean awesome. I'm not a basketball fan, but I like him. Yeah. You know, I mean, like in Boston, two thousand eight, he was everywhere. Couldn't couldn't escape him. For sure. No. no so situation. this is the one I'm most excited for out of this list. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Mine, I'm most excited for, and yet I'm still skeptical. Is the Irishman? Oh, I thought this was a great trailer too. It is. It's great, but like I gotta admit, I was kind of confused. Not confused, but I was concerned that it, it spans way too. Much. I mean, it is three and a half hours. I it's guess. three and a half hours, and it spans like this guy's whole life. So, yeah, I'm I'm concerned. It's it's it's. I I can't believe I'm saying this. I guess I'm concerned that they're going to try to pack too much into this three and a half hour movie. If it was anybody else, I'd agree with you, but it's Scorsese, who literally has never made a bad film, and he only works with. I can't believe I'm blanking on her last name. Her first name's Thelma. But she's, like, widely considered the best film editor in all of Hollywood that's alive. And she works with him on every single one of his films. So if those two people think that this story can be told in this amount of time, I trust them. If it was any other combination of people, I'd be worried. But they've, they've earned, like, me to put some faith into them. All right. Well... They they they've earned my my like, obviously I'm I think it's gonna be good I'm just concerned from what I saw in the trailer that's all I've been so hyped up about this and I am so so thankful it's gonna be on Netflix because sitting the three and a half hours in a theater is bullshit oh I'm gonna go see it they in need, the theater there's actually a chance I, I get to. to see it this weekend and I'm really excited no shit really with Scorsese talking afterwards ah uh, I will damn, be very awesome. pumped if that happens I I find out tomorrow do you do you suppose there's, there's going to be an intermission? I don't know. Maybe. I feel like it's three and a half hours. They sh- there should be an intermission. There this wasn't one for uh, Avengers. Or it too, but I think that was bullshit. I mean, not the fact like I can hold, I can I can go four hours without peeing. I, I I'm, actually like, an like intermissions. Adult. I went to, um, I saw a re-release of 2001: Space Odyssey last year, 
And they had yeah. like an actual. It was like the original seventy print, seventy millimeter print. So it was like how it was originally aired. There was the actual intermission break for like ten minutes in the middle, so you could run to the bathroom. You could reload on candy. I'm all mm-hmm. in on intermissions. I think every movie great. over two and a half hours should have one. Yeah, you need to like just get up, stretch your legs, you know, like because even the most comfortable seats, the ones with the recliners and the heat and all that good stuff, you need to stretch your legs. You need to get up. Oh yeah. I mean, I my you I've, your, you've heard me talk about. It. I've run marathons before, and my hips are absolutely fucked. So sitting still mm-hmm. for like that long just destroys them. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, intermissions are great. Bring them back. Yes. Um, if we're going down in our list of favorites, my next one is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. They finally released an actual trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And you think it's, it looks good? Oh, 100%. And I, I don't need anything else. I don't want them to even release, like, a 15-second TV spot. I just give me the movie. What I liked about it is it was they, they – they made sure to throw nostalgia at you, like the the character is like aged and like not doing great. Well, it's not aged. It's set literally like minutes after the last episode. It is not minutes after. Is yeah, it? the start of the trailer is him like from the last episode, him driving away from the scene. We might get a time jump in the movie, but everything from like the trailer is like. I right thought away. when he knocks on the door, he looks like his. He looks like he's he's, he's been through more shit. I, Maybe I, I know. I think we talked about this before. I don't think I remember the the final few episodes. You should rewatch them while you can. I probably should. See, I was under the pressure because I I know he I know he drove away after everyone died, and I was under the pressure that he was like went off and did his own thing, and he came back as like knocked at the doors like I'm back. No, I think after, this is like, him like running away from the cops who were swarming the place when he left. That that makes a lot more sense. Okay. Again, um, though, this is something. If it wasn't Vince Gilligan, or Gillian, I'd uh, I'd be super nervous because I felt like Breaking Bad had a perfect ending. Mm-hmm. But he, I mean, he proved himself with that entire series. He's proven himself with Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna trust him that he had a good story to tell with Jesse. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, there, there was no like, there was no shred of context with the with the trailer, which I loved. And this is Which a property is you, don't you don't need, need to a ton of context for. When you ha- when you have like what five or six seasons uh, of of prequel, you don't really need oh, to do much me. more the than Cubs just show. Suck. Sorry, we know that. Got, yeah, I mean, we just were eliminated from playoffs last night, and now we're, Pirates are kicking our shit in. No, oh, buddy, w- welcome to the club. The Red Sox were eliminated a long time ago. We were so good for so long. Back in July, it feels like. All right. Um, Are they going to fire Joe Maddow? Sorry, what were you? Oh, quick question before we move on to the last trailer. Yeah. Do you think Walt is dead or alive? I, I hope he is. I saw. Which, I, I didn't I see. I gave I, you two options. You said you hope he is. I, mm, I think he's dead. I think he's dead too, and I think we're going to get him like flashbacks. flashbacks and maybe. Like, Jesse's having a mental breakdown and Walt's talking to him, which I'm perfectly okay with. I just, I don't want him to be alive because it felt like the perfect ending to his story. Absolutely. I agree with that. I, I, we don't need Heisenberg still. No. Heisenberg chapter has closed completely. No. We only need him in the sense of, like, how Jesse, like, reconciles his life afterwards. Mm. Mm hmm. All right. Um,. Last one is The Watchmen came out. This one gave a, little, uh, a bunch of context of what the series is going to be like. Yeah, I again, I 
I'm hopeful this is good. I'm a fan of the movie and the uh, graphic novel. And so basically, people don't know this is. If you, if the Watchmen was uh, or Watchmen was a great movie. It was like a graphic novel. It's told. It, it was not a series at all. So HBO took that graphic novel and then made it made that as a jump off point for the future in that same universe, right? Yes, it's set thirty years after the end of the graphic novel. And in that in that time period, in the movie, the, the show is about. It seems to be this this police officer who's also a superhero. I, I don't know if she's a police superheroes. officer. If she is like. I think she was a, a former police officer that turned into a Maybe. But, the, yeah, there, there's a, a cult that worships, I can't remember his name, the guy with the mask. Uh, Rorschach. Rorschach. And so they want to bring superheroes back. So they start attacking police officers because they think the police are corrupt and suppressing mm-hmm. them. And so police are wearing, like, superhero-type masks. And shit gets wild. It does. Um, the, the worst thing in the world that could have happened to Watchmen... At this point, hmm. is the boys came out on Amazon a couple months ago. I mean, they're just so different. I, I don't consider them. I know, but the boys is is like set the level like boom, wicked high for a superhero TV show. Yeah, but I, I feel like, like that's like gritty. HBO is putting so, like, the money behind this, and this is also Lindenoff, who made like the I leftovers know, like, and. Yeah, I know, but like just it's it's setting it such a high bar to meet as opposed to before. Before we saw the boys, it was setting that bar to meet the movie, which could easily attain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's, 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 I'm not saying it's not detrimental to them, but I'm saying it's like... I'm not, like, comparing really them really wish they didn't have that head. to compete with. They just seem, like, I'm very compi- different I am things. comparing them entirely in my head. <laughs> I am comparing them 100%. You have to. I, no, I choose no. You do. You absolutely <laughs> do. The boys is better. Okay, so... Um, Moving along here, movies coming out this weekend. Uh, the day shall come. That's coming out. I've never sure even heard be. of that till you put this down. Same here. What is it? And then on Netflix, I don't remember. Okay, all right. Sorry, <laughs> all go right. on. Um, and then the Shadow of the Moon. It's Netflix. Um, that one, I believe, it's the the story of the the two astronauts who were in love, and then the girl got pissed off at him, and she drove from Texas to Florida. With the diapers? No, that's Lucy in the Sky, and that comes out in like a month. Oh, fuck. In theaters. Okay. Well, The Shadow and the Moon, it could have been that. Yeah, I've never heard of that either. The next one, though, the last one, The Politician, which is a Netflix series. I'm excited for it. I'm going to watch that. Two, two, okay, so two out of the three releases coming out this week. We have no fucking nope, clue. Great. Do not care. It's a good, good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you should know it either. They're irrelevant, but I do need to tell you that they're coming out. The Politician looks good. Yeah. Uh, I, it has the... Guy from the first Pitch Perfect, not the main guy, the like nerdy friend. The guy who who didn't make the uh, the baritones. Yeah. Originally. Him. Sure. He's the him. lead, and cool. then same with um, Zoe Deutsch. I think. Deschanel. No. <laughs> Different person. All right. All right. Let's uh, wrap this up with a quick little recommendation. Oh, we're doing sure that. Fuck. I just I literally just watched it. That's why. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, it's Always Sunny came out this week. Oh, that's, that's fair. I haven't watched the episode yet. Is it good? Um, See, I can't tell because I was so psyched for it, but I hate um, awkward humor at this point, like where they put themselves into awkward positions. It's like they're, they're designed to make you cringe a little bit. Yeah. So wasn't my favorite episode. 
still still liked it a lot. I'm really liking the whole uh, completely out gay um, Matt. Yeah, he is my favorite part of last season. Yeah, so like, what was it, the, la- the last episode, he, he completely came out. No, right? it was the last episode of two seasons ago, he completely came out, and then last season he was just out. Hmm. Well, anyways, out Mac is amazing. For sure. I, I love him. Yeah, so... He's by far the best of this episode. Um, uh, Dennis doing his whole predator thing. Eh. He needs to mix up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but the the storyline with Charlie and um, and Frank doesn't matter how repetitive it is. It's always great. Yeah, those two just play they, off each other each other so much, and perfect. I love that Danny DeVito has just become Frank was, in yeah. real life. Do you remember the, the interview with him, like, on, like, Today Show, of all things, like, four or five years ago? No. What was it? It was, um, they were filming the, the the episode where his, like, brother-in-law dies, and they're walking, they're, they're walking to, like, the, the pool party, that he says, and they're really walking to the wake, or the funeral. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yes. Episode. You know, he's, like, he's pounding beers, and he's, like, gurgling and goes all over. Immediately after that, he was on an interview with, like, Today Show. And he had definitely been drinking those beers for real because he was shit-faced. That's incredible. Or he was doing method acting and he was just in character still. But it was that guy was on, on like live TV. I'm going to go look that up. Um, yeah. I have two recommendations. One is okay. it's airing tonight while we record this, so tomorrow when you're listening. Um, the Good Place is back for its last season. That's right. First episode is coming out tonight, so I'm really excited to watch that tomorrow. And then also Chef Show Season 2 dropped a couple weeks ago. Chef Show? Yes, it's John Favreau. Um, oh, yes. The, guy, the chef who trained him for the movie Chef. Mm-hmm. They just go around to, and try and cook different food around California and the country, really. Yeah, every, every the, cooking show is yeah, the same, but it's all great. This is great, and there's also, and anyone who's a fan of Star Wars, the last episode of this season is at the Skywalker Ranch. And they talked to, with uh, Dave Fioni, helps him cook. And he, he dropped some, at the time this was recorded, spoilers, but since then we've had like D23 and shit came out where mm-hmm. it was properly announced. But it, it was cool just to see them hanging out and like he surprises Chef Roy, like his Star Wars fan. And Dave just starts dropping spoilers, not realizing that this guy doesn't like, isn't in on all the Lucasfilm stuff. And he's like, wait, that's happening? That's so cool. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, all right, nerd. So with that one, I think we're going to wrap it up. We will be uh, back on Monday while reviewing Ad Astra. It should, should, ugh, it should for sure be um, an argument. <laughs> Not sure if that's good or bad, but we'll go with it. Uh, and then check us back out here every, every week, every Friday, doing headliners for about 30 minutes or so. And uh, that's it. Check us out on at Twitter, at Six Pack Cinema. And um, anything else? Love y'all. All right. Have a good night. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 running, running, and. 
his contacts There's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme You break your necks We got five minutes for us to disconnect From all intellect and let the rhythm affect Follow your intuition, free your inner soul and break away from tradition Cause when we be out, girl is pulling heat out You wouldn't believe how we wow shit out Turn it till it's burned out, turn it till it's turned out Act up from northwest, east side Everybody, everybody, let's get into it Get stoked, get it started, get it started, get it started Let's get it started, let's get it started in here Let's get it started, let's get it started Control a body and soul. Don't move too fast, people just take it slow. Don't get ahead, just jump into it. Y'all hear about it? The P's are doing. Get started, get stupid. Don't worry about it, people will walk you through it step by step like an infant new kid. Inch by inch with a new solution. Transmit hits with no delusion. The feelings are resistible and that's how we move in. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stupid, get started, get started.